All right, fake nerds, welcome to a very special discussion about uh, Jordan Peele's third major directorial blockbuster, Nope. I am joined uh, with my good friend Ryan Eliopoulos. Hello, it's me. I'm not yeah. Nope about this movie. <laughs> and I am Sparks Witty, and we uh, got the chance to see Nope, and we wanted to make sure we got a little discussion out about it. Um, unfortunately, Brandon and Ben have not made it out to the theaters to get to see this one yet, so we're just going to do it, just the two of us today. Um, but right I'm... I'm super excited to get into it because I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, I uh, it's it's a bummer because enough time has passed where it's not super like I, it's not as detailed in my mind as 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 before. But um, I've wanted to rewatch it because um, yeah. more than any movie I've watched probably this year, it's like oh man, I can rewatch this movie and on and pick up on every little thing from the beginning. It's like a, it's a definitely a rewatchable, uh, a fun experience. I can tell. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Um. I think where I'll start is I'm so pleased that the trailers didn't overshow. Oh, um, we were definitely nervous with that second one that it would have. And I don't feel like it did at all. No, uh, now uh, I've seen the final product. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Keith David, he's in the movie as much as he is in the trailer, which is fun, which is good. Right. Um, he's kind of just the inciting incident of the old nickel in the eye. Don't you hate mm -hmm. when that happens? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's got it's got that really tough tough opening start i mean like I, I will i think i'll get right into it directly which is that i'm so pleased that the marketing did not give away what it actually is what the uh ship is um which uh at this point like don't be here if you don't want spoilers um because we're going into it yeah it's not a ship it's an organic living thing and i thought that was that was a genius all of a sudden this turned into a monster movie 100%. Uh, this turned um, into this turned into jaws in the sky and i loved it Absolutely. It, it, it goes from uh, there's a lot of there's definitely a lot of Spielberg in this movie. It's definitely like the most. Um, what's the right word? Like, I want to say like open and adventurous that Jordan Peele has ever been, because like it's like even though it's still a small contained movie, like it feels very big, very big in mm -hmm. scope just because it's dealing with, you know, alien invasions or honestly, who knows? It's not even I guess it doesn't really matter what it is it's just like it's it's a thing they have to fight against and it brings them all together it ends yeah. up just being bro i can't tell i thought it was i thought it was a cowboy hat for real for a second <laughs> like like if you're watching the video version of this yeah, yeah. uh uh steven yoon's character i'm like is it a giant cowboy hat is that <laughs> what we're fighting against because like this movie's full of red herrings which is so fun um every time something shows up you're like oh is that the explanation you're like nah it has nothing to do with it uh but it's all connected which is mm -hmm. what's so fun about the movie yeah um yeah i wholeheartedly agree uh just the movie opened up so much at that point uh when he's like what if it's not a ship and then the way he's thinking about it and and the reference to uh how people make eye contact with the the horse um what the horse is seeing and everything um and then he registers that it's, it's a living animal i was like oh when, first of all when the movie opens up with gordy and and the 1998 show or whatever what What's going through your mind? Because I didn't know that was in the movie. No, and this no is a brand new element. Or I'm like, are chimpanzees going to be the aliens invading? Like, like it puts so many red herrings into my into my brain. I'm like, oh, is this a completely different thing than just aliens? This is about like television. Is it like that episode of South Park with the television uh, alien executives? Like, it opened up my again the possibilities, which none of it was true. Uh, I wish but it it was so interesting. I wish I remembered the opening. Like the, the opening. Look, it was just it was Gordy. It was opening it's up just, with Gordy. Right, but we we don't see young Steven Yoon in that moment, right? Yeah, we no, only we see, see his, he's in it. Oh, we see him in the the beginning of it. Yeah, the, the opening. Boy. It's just it's it's basically a a a reducted version of what we see later. But it's it is the opening of Gordy's house and like murder has happened. We see the I, dead body. Yes, I remember that, but I couldn't remember if we see the boy watching it. Oh yeah, we have just to see seen him. from his perspective because yeah. I, if I recall correctly, I just I didn't think it was associated with the aliens, and I I was trying to remember if I thought that because I saw the boy and just like put in my brain oh this is someone young uh, yeah, like yeah. one of our characters younger yeah. um i don't know if i did that but i did just like this is different but informing on a character mm -hmm. um and that's it, like so, some some films will will do that in a pretty clear way where it's like here's an, a thing it's wholly unrelated but like that trauma is important to a, a character in the film yeah the 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 theme of it of you know unpredictable like control of nature as well, what they're trying to do yeah. is is so important to the story. And while I'm not, it might not actually have like, it's not A to B connected. It is thematically connected. And and the, the specifically the character involved is like trying to chase a dream that he once had before, and it ends yes. up even worse than before. Um, 
which is just yes. which is just a, a sad full circle for that character for Stephen Yeun's character. Yes, because uh, what we come to learn is is when we do see the full version of that scene and how he was connecting with Gordy, mm-hmm. like he was different and he was special. Uh, his perspective on it is askew, and he sees this the same way. I'm different. I can connect with this thing, and it, it it understands me in a way that no one else can connect to it and relate Remember, to you, it. And that's what he projects. Lucky. He projects onto this this thing. Uh, Jean jacket, inaccurate. Jean jacket, which Jean jacket, which yeah. is a fun. I would have been happy if it stayed a cowboy hat the whole movie. But the fact that it turns into like a biblical looking angel, yeah, of just like this giant jellyfish cr- creation, I'm just like, that is not where I thought this movie was gonna go. No, God, no. Wow, when, wow, that, wow. when it fully unflor- unflorals itself, I was like, I just, I didn't think this is what this movie would do. <laughs> yeah, big jellyfish monster. Uh, uh, again, so so fun with like all the red herrings, like thinking it's a UFO, having um, the kids in the in in the alien costumes where Daniel Kaluuya's character just straight up punches a kid in the face. <laughs> and it's like, and it's, it's Steven Yoon's kids. And I'm just like, yeah. oh man, that's so, again, like I had no idea where this movie was going the whole time. And it, it was such a fun ride. This is something um, uh, in the trailer. Like, I think it's one of the, you know, it's a, it's a really well cut the first trailer and it's a good shot where you see just the top of what we now know as those kids costumed heads coming around the thing. And it sets up like it's playing into the tone of Jordan Peele's previous outings, the kind of horror that he can do. Um, I feel like this I'm really pleased with this. Uh, I feel like a lot of people are going to bounce off this movie to a degree because Mm -hmm. they're going in wanting another get out, another us, that kind of horror experience. And this is not in that same vein. Um, This is in the Jaws vein, more like it closer to thriller than horror. Uh, and closer to a monster movie. It's about that. Than, than what you than what you thought it might be from the marketing. Absolutely, um, yeah. It's it's like I I uh, the preconceived notion of like I was gonna see like weird green men or I was gonna see something. Uh, and I'm glad again. It's just like yo man, this is just like a space shark that got lost or something. Who knows? And again, it doesn't even really matter. It could be from the ocean, from space. It's just it's a creature who's not supposed to be here. And how do how do our characters tackle it? Yes. And and the trio of characters are all exceptional so fun and then the fourth the fourth cinematographer guy who comes in last minute um i was just like i just loved watching them again it's just like the genre stuff just elevates the already good like character stuff that's happening yeah i agree i agree completely um i i think that i'm really glad that it did go this way frankly um i feel like jordan peele did enough here to show i'm capable of a lot of things and i don't have to always make get out or us i don't always have to make that kind this is a very this is a close enough to the horror genre but this is a far mile stretch away from the kind of thing that he was doing there and i really appreciate that he's definitely Um, again this still has like horror thriller elements but it's definitely him like branching out again like it's there are times where it is like especially that third act it's very spielberg like i I know the first person to say that but i have seen it like there are some like sweeping sweeping beautiful shots like the character stuff like the way the camera pans i'm just like man this is some like real shit happening right now it's it's very much the finale of jaws you know tracking the uh wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube men is tracking the buoys that they harpoon into the shark um you know it's all all that same kind of beat uh but explored through a new lens it works really really well um it does feel like a monster in the sky uh with its presence and and the way that it does it um it does feel more personal uh because of when it drops the um plastic horse straight into the into the truck and it's like no i'm i'm mad at you yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) i'm I'm mad at you in particular (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, it's all okay, and then you screwed it up. <laughs> and it's it's so fun that that again, like we're it, it almost feels like a Star Trek or like a Twilight Zone episode where like this this giant being, it's just a scared animal, and it's just like you you don't look a bear in the eyes, right? Like you don't you don't face on a bear or a shark, and it's just like them using everything they learned from Hollywood and like wrangling horses and using horses to fight an extraterrestrial monster. It's just like it's just like beautiful small filmmaking on a big scale. Like it is again, like I it feels so Spielberg and like I love it. Like the character work is, is so fun. Like Kiki Palmer is like she's like I like Daniel Kaluuya. He's really good, but like man, Kiki Palmer is just so full of energy. And yeah. like she is, she is such a star. And like her character is that same where she's like I need the spotlight. Like even though I don't want to do all the work, I'm here for the I'm here for the fame. Uh, she wants the Oprah shot. Um, and the character stuff between them and Angel, the 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 tech guy, like 
it, it all flows and the chemistry is so good. Yeah, I, I think um, I was really happy to see Kiki Palmer here because um, having recently watched the third season of the MTV Scream series where mm. she's featured prominently and it's just not a good work for her um, and I am not blaming her. I don't think she's directed or written well as a character um, for that and it's just not a good showing. And that was one of my most recent experiences aside from Lightyear where she was a talented voice actor um, oh, yeah. of watching her on screen. So having this... Uh, I'm like, yes, right. This is far more like giving her something to do um, and something to show. Daniel Kaluuya also fantastic in this. I think he does such a good job with doing very little. He's a, um, he's a very subtle actor. Uh, he yeah. does. I, I mean, just like get out, like he does so much with his eyes. Uh, even just the subtlest like little switch. I'm like, oh, I know what you're feeling, man. You really didn't you didn't change much, but I can tell because like you're you have so much on the inside. Yeah. And he put a, he puts a lot behind being reserved. And the thing is, like looking he's done more than this, but looking just between like this and um, Black Panther and uh, Get Out, mm -hmm. he has his own way of going about um, characters and like his strengths with it. And a lot of it is this reserved quietness, but it's not the same. Uh, yeah. These three characters do not feel the same. Um, and especially him coming back here with, with Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele, I think, has said that Daniel Kaluuya to him is his, uh, his Robert De Niro for his Martin Scorsese. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and so we'll we'll see more of him working with Peel in the future, and I think that's really nice. Um, he he's able to diversify his performance just right, um, just put enough behind it. This this movie, this movie in some ways lives or lives and dies on Kiki Palmer and Daniel Kaluuya's performances. Um, and they're so there's they're, they're such different performances too. One's very is, reserved and one's very loud, uh, and they balance they, they each other out pretty well. Yeah. Um, I think Jordan Peele does a really good job of maintaining a small cast mm -hmm. um, because honestly, like get out probably has the largest cast of it, of these three films. Um, and you, you just kind of get smaller and smaller from get out to us to this. Uh, point, yeah. And I think the more time he spends with a smaller amount of people, he, he really knows how to flesh out these characters. Not that like get out is messy with its characters or anything, but um, he excels at utilizing small casts. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is interesting. Like most directors always just get bigger in scale and that includes people. Uh, whereas this is like it might be his biggest in quote unquote scope, but it's still like there's literally three, four people at max like in, in the cast. And I'm like, right. that is, that is he, he likes it's so funny. Like these guys who come from comedy and they end up doing like drama or horror, like like being in skits, like you have to know character shit. And like it, that's it's there's no different than being a dramatic actor. That's all still working in character. Yeah. Um, it just it's so impressive to see. A decade ago, he was being dumb, making Key and Peele skits. Uh, I don't, I mean, dumb in a fun way, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and now he is like one of the most acclaimed like genre directors around. It's just like, it's it's so impressive when people can make these leaps and like they're so successful at it. Yeah. Um, and again, like it just encourages me more because I'm like, I am hopeful that going forward, not that I have a problem if Jordan Peele keeps making like horror or horror adjacent projects, but the but the notion that he's like, I can. I can do other things as well. And and I feel like he wants to push that stretch and he wants that stretch to be clear here. Yeah. Um, I think that I feel like this movie was marketed for the audience that knew his name, knew Get Out, knew us, wanted to see that kind of experience again. And it's different. And I hope that it's just the right amount of different where most people have seemed to respond to it pretty well. Um, I do know there are some naysayers who just like, they this wasn't the movie they were going there for. Yeah. Um, I uh, I think I'll touch on my one negative. Like I have a big negative for this movie. It's not a big negative, but it's it's my one strong one, which is just I think that the second part of the Gordy scene, the return to the Gordy scene, is gratuitous. Um, yeah, I think that I think that it goes too long um, with the violence. I think it's just unnecessary to have done um, the chimp attacking the TV dad. Um, it's it's it just feels like. More it's just than, it's further more than point we already know yeah it, it's it's more than we needed um and i think it, it was just it feels out of step uh not the whole thing but like mm -hmm. the length of it feels out of step with the tone of the rest of the film um i think everything we do with like the the sitcom filming of it yeah um and the balloons popping and then recatching where we were from the beginning all works for me but like that that the the extension of it's already so 
tough and violent mm-hmm. um that i just don't feel like we had to live in it with the second beating of another actor yeah uh, the way that we did i just don't think that was necessary i felt like it was like i said gratuitous yeah. and that's really my big knock is i just like we were in it long enough for me to be like i don't feel like we should still be here um yeah or at least we've been here too long i i honestly i didn't think about it uh you are right like i did feel like man this is this is this is pretty rough it's it it was it was like a five minute scene of like just living in torment um i uh, i'll agree with that like i definitely like to a certain point like we see him like gnawing like a girl's face off so like we we don't need more right. really um again like more red herrings like that the girl in the audience like i thought that was an alien like no that's a girl who got her face chewed off yeah, yeah. um and then she gets sucked up by an alien it's like man that poor girl god yeah that is a that is a horrifying scene there are some really uh, when you go really up great. in there with them and they're just like the sounds and uh there are some really great one shots not like super long shots but like the, the, they take their time and especially all those people getting sucked up and, and like the camera turns while steven yun is, the, is like watching it all happen while everything happens off screen you just hear the screams just really impressive filmmaking it's yeah. really good shit especially when they get sucked up and they're like in like the wet plastic mm-hmm. getting like digested right Ho- horrible horrible yeah. and then the the opening credits being that's what its mouth looks like yes like and we don't know i like every like i was like what is going on here? Are we in a trash bag right now? Like, no, we're in a mouth. Yeah. Oh, uh, when you shit. realize later you were in the mouth is like, that's such a good reveal. Uh, I love, yeah, the slow, like, uh, uh, like with the characters, like uh, education of, okay, so it doesn't eat biological or uh, un- non-biological stuff. So that's why it was shooting out keys and coins. And that's why the father died. Cause it ate, it ate those hikers who went missing. There was like right. a news report where yes. hikers went missing um and i'm like oh my god like it's it, it all it all connects i got the pepe the pepe silva corkboard going on um it's it's so and i saw how long the movie was i'm like this is kind of long um but like it flew by like i didn't even i didn't even think about the time once i was in the theater no not at all um yeah i i think that it, they they he kept it really tight um in the sense of like what the story is doing uh outside of the one part i mentioned i don't feel like we wander away from the point uh, of yeah. what the film is doing too far um i i do like how the gordy stuff informs on steven yoon's character i do think that's effective at its core um for what it does and like his whole goofy land is so it's a Jupiter, nice little like Jupiter's claim claim yeah yeah uh it's a nice little you know and, and you get you get your good moments of comedy things like with angel or it's- um when they steal the plastic horse and they're shouting at each other from me from it and uh kiki palmer uh kiki palmer's character gets on top of him and is like where'd you get yours before he can ask it and he's like i i don't know thumbs up thumbs up thumbs up <laughs> um yeah, before yeah i before before we go to the trio like i do uh steven yoon like there's so much like like depth that we don't see to this character like that character has been through so much and like the scene where he's like you know i usually charge people for this hidden wall museum that i've made of myself like what what, do you matter trauma that dude has to unpack in the future um like wow 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 uh so sad like when you look at that character like one of the (laughs) so sad right but it's also like you know because his 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 concept of it is so complex Mm -hmm. because we get that we get that like moment where he was reaching for gordy uh and that's the uh whole thing that makes him think i can i can do it better this yeah. time um, that gordy scene uh the, that second one like besides like the violence like the slow the slow creep of of gordy coming up to him yeah and like the slow like that was some real tense shit like yeah. like that was where the movie was like i know he survived but i still don't know what's gonna happen like like it's horrifying it's a uh, just it's good filmmaking yeah it is it's it's really good and then you know because you we saw him earlier in the film when he like briefly flashes back uh, and Mm -hmm. it's just him with the blood on his face yeah uh while he's sitting there and talking to them and uh so we knew that that was coming because when we're watching the flashback scene extended later uh he doesn't have the blood on his face still when gordy's reaching for him and so i was like he is gordy's gordy's gonna get shot right in front of him that's what's gonna happen I, i knew for sure i was like that's gordy's blood that got on him um, I uh, uh, it's fun that like the 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 creature has like like natural EMP abilities. So like that's mm-hmm. how they they're able to track them again using like using music uh, and 
lights and everything yeah like okay. how they know when the music comes back up they know that yeah and the 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 wacky waving men uh i think it's that's really cool it's a fun solid plan like again that third act like it's it's it kind of turns almost into a different movie but like not in a negative way at all like it turns into like a fun like action like almost action adventure where we get an akira slide which is honestly this is this is very much what what jaws does to an extent yeah um is that jaws is is very tense very scary for the first two thirds of the film because it, you never know when the shark is actually going to show up and then they go um, on the boat but when they go on the boat they are on the hunt and so there's more of a like you get that like safety sense to it because your mm -hmm. characters are going to confront it they're actively fighting it and it's the same thing you know you're getting that like okay this is a little bit more of an action beat um tense thriller than it is uh as scary yeah not uh, to say that there's no horror in either of the two ha two third acts but um it's much less than what the first two are doing uh angel is a is a great addition it was fun to watch interviews uh in the script he was originally written as like an opposite type of character like he was really happy and go lucky uh and and the actor his name is i have it right here uh brandon Pereira. uh he brought like hey i have an idea for this character and jordan peele's like no i like it we're gonna do that uh and they rewrote the script uh to fit his character and i love his his like yo man i work at a shitty job and like you found aliens what this is my life dream now this is my goal more than even you guys he's right. buying on him and shit like i i thought it was fantastic yeah uh and it's like why are you looking through this camera yeah there's a mantis can you go get it out here yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I thought Angel turned out to be I was worried about him being too annoying at first, mm -hmm. yeah. um, but I think he plays pretty well in the space. God, uh, the the end where he just ties himself up in the, the barbed wire to not get sucked up. Oh, no, God. that was no. Thank you. We never even really get a clear answer on if he survived or not. Like, it seems like he did, but like he fell from pretty high up and rolled with the barbed wire like we just don't see him again after that. I assume he did mangled in a way, but I yeah. do. The movie just kind of ends, right? Like after we see OJ, it, it kind of just like ends, right? Yeah. Cause that's like, you know, that's its final like poignant moment there. It doesn't do like a wrap up about it. Or okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. just making sure. Cause it's been like enough week, another, like a week and a half or whatever now. Uh, but yeah, it does kind of descend. So like we know OJ survives, like I'm going to assume he survived just, just yeah, cause it's, I want it's, him. Uh, it's her, it's her on the, the motorcycle and him on the horse. And then I think like, you get a, a discussion of the news talking about what happened there, but like, that's it. Um, yeah, I really like that. I love the return to the, to the well that she uses to get the picture oh, of it. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's a full extent, it, you know, it's full insane form. Uh, that was a good, good comeback on that. Well, yeah. Uh, good, good. Gosh, again, so much for like, good, like foreshadowing, like, uh, uh, I still can't believe it turned into like a giant, like, like, like biblically looking angel. <laughs> yeah, so, so wild. Some Ava. Yeah, yeah it's for real. Yeah. Um, like I, I mentioned like, and it's, it's Jordan Peele just put it in because it's fun. But like, the, like an Akira slide, like I go, I go ape for an Akira slide. First live action one. Like, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, like, I, I uh, think it's good. Uh, yeah, that man, that well shot up for like, you got to get the perfect shot. You got to crank that baby. You got to crank that baby. Um, I was speaking of uh, 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 the cinematographer guy. Um, I was trying to remember where his name's Michael Wincott, where I've seen this mofo from before. And he's in one of the alien movies. I think he's yeah. in alien resurrection. Um, he plays a jerk in alien resurrection, uh, mm -hmm. but he's got such a distinct voice. And I think he's only in the movie for a few minutes, but, um, he wants the impossible shot. Uh, and he will, he's willing to give his life. And I'm like, the movie uh, was already rules. And then I'm just yeah. like this, oh, this guy's going to die. Right. This feels like he's going to die. And then he straight up, he does. So I saw this with uh, my cinematographer buddy, Forrest, and the part where the guy gets up and he's like, the lighting's going to be magic. Uh, Forrest is like, oh, yeah, you son of a bitch. Can't help it. You can't help it. You're yeah, going to yeah, do yeah. it. He's like, that's so true. Uh, he's like, you can't help it. The, the biggest surprise of the movie might be the secret spy TMZ guy. <laughs> yeah, super, super weird. Uh, inclusion of the way that he came about with his weird ass helmet again like i fully thought he was going to be some government guy some like you know like not not cliche for this movie but like it was going to be a traditional but nah he's he's a tmz reporter and he pulls all the cameras like guns and i'm like this movie's awesome yeah. what a dumb thing this is and like it's it's tense that he's there but like 
not for the reasons he thinks it is and not at all no he's so, just trying to get the scoop. yeah it's so so odd his, his just helmet is so odd yeah um, it's 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 alien it's very alien like why is it so reflective <laughs> super reflective with one hole to see yeah, yeah um yeah i love the bit when like they're like this dumb mother he's just gonna hit that emp wall and go flying and he yeah, does yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah! where's my camera where's my camera <laughs> he gets sucked up right yeah. yeah 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 fantastic um at first he like tries to save him and then it doesn't it doesn't work out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um yeah uh god it's it's just so it's so wonderfully inventive um and uh i think all the stuff with the horses is good um just the the kind of tenseness the fear of being there the sound of the horses when they get taken is yeah, a really yeah. uncomfortable like oh, a horse is in in distress of any kind is a terrifying sound the, um, so it's um, utilized well yeah the screams of the horses and it's so fun being in a theater where like the scream will go from like the right to the left as it's like mm-hmm. literally traveling through the clouds right um that's so fun uh when it's when it's um during the storm where it becomes like an umbrella but then it like rains blood on them as it's like leaking its juices onto the and like that is some good ass imagery man that is like raining like blood with a rainstorm like it's a this movie does a lot for being about a giant cowboy head in space yeah uh yeah i think they they do you're you're totally right they they just that is such a a good visceral moment of it coming down on them and then when they need to get away uh the next morning and it's it's waiting uh and it comes back and they can they can tell from the music on the uh track and everything the uh sunglasses at night um still <laughs> oh my god dude that cover that cover of sunglasses at night which is on spotify and i've listened to it like a hundred times by now uh it all, all it is is a slowed down version but yeah. it's so creepy and again it's one of those one shots um it's just so well done and it's so spooky uh yeah man i this movie is i i wish i could have saw this again man yeah it's real good. um I do. I do want to see it again. There's a lot of movies out that I still want to that's, see. But that's like, the I, thing. I, nope. Nope is one. I if I have to wait on it, I I can because I'll yeah, get I, it I mean, uh, yeah. on that that pretty pretty 4K because it's too good. Um, yeah, I think I I feel like Jordan Peele was able to still do something. What am I looking for here? He's able to do something that feels fresh, even though I don't think it really is yeah um, yeah as as fresh uh, like you know it's it's reductive to say but it very much is like jaws it's very much following following the beats of jaws but it feels like wholly wholly new in every way um uh i really love the idea of the cloud that doesn't move i think that's super good super effective how he notices it when angel like comes and he's like that cloud hasn't moved i thought you know you guys would have seen it just wild doesn't the cinematographer also notice it Mm-hmm. yeah uh, that is a fun like reoccurring thing of like shit's weird here yeah i love that as a as a way to notice it where it's like that cloud just doesn't move it took uh, me even longer than than when it tells you that i that i realized that uh uh that steven young's character was buying the horses to feed to the to the to the monster it took mm-hmm. me until after even after the the abduction scene happened with all the people and i'm like oh and he's like can i buy those horses back at the beginning he's like yeah we'll talk about it like those don't those are dead horses now those like, horses oh. are gone it all hit me yeah. at once in like the third act and i'm like oh yeah this is awful uh he does a good job i think of also like catching kind of the personal tragedy of of like just the ranch not mm-hmm. doing the business that it should um kind of a mistreatment of just like a a fundamental mental under, misunderstanding in hollywood of like safety protocols with horses like the way he does the um shows like what the green screen cgi version of the horse is where it's going to be and what they're going to do instead of having a real horse and uh how much lamer that is because uh you know they just can't they won't do the work they won't work with them to do the safety protocols or to listen to what they have to say um which i feel like comes from at least an amount of personal experience it's Um, funny to see like a cgi a green horse does a green mechanical horse that's like Here's the stand in. We'll just CGI it in later because, you know, we don't want to deal with that, which again, I mean, after Gordy in this universe, like I get it. Yeah, sure. 
Um, I fully and, thought like the horse was going to break someone's neck at, in that scene, and that was going to be the inciting incident of like them getting fired. But it's just they still got fired anyway. Yeah, yeah like uh, the Gordy violence, I do I do think like sets you up for a connection of like the violence that happens on a set kind of thing. But I think all the more it's like the lesson is not necessarily like that that it's too dangerous to have wildlife there it's just you have to respect the people who know a thing or two about what these animals need and, and that's the whole animal. thing is like is that he knows they're not doing they're not doing what he's asking them to do they're not respecting it gordy yeah. only loses it because the balloons pop and anyone who would have been like properly thinking about that would have said don't have balloons on the set yeah like they'll they'll, they'll if one pops it'll set them off and freak them out um obviously that's taken to an extreme but uh you know it, it does feel like an amount of respect the people that are there to know what they're doing with their job um and these things wouldn't happen yeah. uh yeah I, I really i really like that angle on on just the family and the ranch and what they're trying to do in hollywood and how they're being set aside um and that that's where we get our cinematographer guy who just does not give a shit about whatever commercial he was filming or whatever it was. It's uh, I love that. Uh, uh, he's like, how did you get my number? I got it from the call sheet. Um, I, I just watched a, um, what was it? Um, Dead Meat has a podcast uh, and they talked about Nope. Uh, and, and one of the hosts, she was like, I didn't do anything with it. But once I got George Clooney's number from a call sheet, just to say that I could have it. I don't even know if I don't even know if the number works anymore, but like yeah. it was there and I took it. So he's in my phone. And I thought that was really funny that like, damn, they just put up people's numbers out there like just like that. That's crazy. That is that is true. Like when you have a call sheet, the call sheet has to have everyone's contact information for, yeah. for safety purposes on it. And that includes like all levels of the set. Yep, <laughs> people and, and, and PAs and everything. That's else pretty funny, though, like uh, just to have it just to have it there in my phone. Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. got it right there. <laughs> um yeah it's it's honestly kind of a simple film so there's not too too much to say beyond what we've already said like um you know it's it's very much baked into the performances and um i think just i wouldn't even call it a twist just the 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 fact that this is not the movie you think it would be going into it i i would say it's definitely not a twist movie because that the yeah. marketing the like in the current age we're in like this is the third jordan peele movie where there's always some cr whack crazy whack thing that happens in his movies like in like 10 years if somebody just watches this movie it's just gonna be it is gonna be jaws in space it's just gonna, right. it is gonna be that uh, a yeah. really really good version of that yeah and uh, like i just i i say like i don't think it's i don't think it should be classified as a twist because i don't think it plays in the film like a twist i feel like it plays like a reveal which is not the same thing absolutely um, yeah uh you know like you go in with your expectations of what what this movie is going to be about one way or another you assume uh even i think if you didn't engage too much with the marketing you assume okay alien stuff going on and then it's like no it's uh it's actually not a ship it's an animal um, i uh i being on twitter a lot uh, uh i've seen i've seen mostly positive the few negatives i've seen honestly i didn't really see anything about like the creature itself i don't think anybody could have predicted that it was just going to be an animal that looked like a spaceship right uh that's no like, who would you no know, in a way that's like the least predictable thing it's just mm -hmm. like it is what it is um which is really fun like how do we how do we deconstruct like the like almost like the lamest idea it's just like yeah it's just like a floating gray thing well you turn it into an angel that's how you do right it. The, the 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 concept design is so interesting of like a we see like the billowing of where things enter in and it's just like this big oh, hollow open yeah uh the and green, then and then just your green thing that like yeah that like i'm like what i i can't wait to see the behind the scenes of just like what were we thinking making this thing uh because it's really it's kind of just straight it's just out there it's wild it's really it's really nice because it's one of those things where like it does feel like it lives in the vein of you can't explain or imagine it um, yeah. which is like more the more preferable way that like we'd want aliens to be like it's it's far far away from anything that our mind can comprehend like how it functions what it does how it works any of that um like it's it's not even clear necessarily how its digestion works or what parts it it takes in because it clearly doesn't need to live on the blood because it dumps all the blood yeah on the house uh so it's it's it, i think it's a just a good execution of like you can't even begin to explain like how this oh, thing functions or what it does or it's uh, troll they're actually they're actually what's shrek a troll what is he an ogre, an ogre. 
That's the original ogre, because they, they eat bones. They grind their bones for dust. Oh, I thought you were going to say because it unfolds like an onion. Oh, it's got layers. <laughs> uh, for real, I was like, I remember in the theater, uh, I saw this movie... Uh, the last two movies I've seen in theaters were The Black Phone and Nope, and those are both almost like, those are horror movies, and I watched them at like 9.30 in the morning. So it was like an empty theater, but I'm just like, uh, I'm just like, my mouth is open watching this jellyfish become real. I'm just like, I didn't, I, how much more of this is this movie going to like impress me? Like, it's so crazy. Yeah. Um, I do think they do a good job of like the, the trying to divert its attention standoff that's kind of mm -hmm. going on. Like they're both kind of trying to give themselves up for the other. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, and neither will let them do that. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. I think that's, that pays off really well. Yeah. Um, it was emotional. Yeah, just, good, just good characters. Yeah. Because of the story we get earlier about um, when he looked back at her. Um, cool, cool. Like uh, actually in tone, like film history stuff, like uh, they, they were training the horse for Scorpion King. They ended up, not using them use camels instead yeah. um just all kinds of fun fun little uh nods into that industry that i thought were really cool yeah um i i, I really love the the goofy jupiter's claim land i think it's so so silly um uh i think uh the other thing i kind of wanted was like i didn't need it and i think the film's perfect perfectly good without it but i am curious of like Steven Yeun's pretty early on takes a takes a big swing by letting his kids go there in the alien costumes because he's playing his hand of like he knows they know something's up. Like they're that yeah. they are put off by the appearance of something alien. Yes. He knows that 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 gets to them. He is obviously thinking of it as a ship with aliens inside of it. Um, he yeah. has no idea what it really is. Um uh, that's why he's selling that merchandise has them dressed up and all that kind of stuff but like it, it's just interesting that he plays his hand like that and like they never really do do any confrontation of between the characters about that they don't dive into that at all yeah and yeah, I, yeah. I i do agree like i don't think it's i don't think it's needed for the movie but i would have i'm sure what i would like more like after yeah. after the fact or something yeah, yeah yeah um i didn't see i didn't catch this in my viewing but i saw online uh those those alien dolls that they're selling they're repurposed gordy uh, uh animal uh uh things oh with just goodness. the head taken off because it's a it's a brown gorilla body right yeah 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 like yeah. an owl face and i'm like man that's again it's the little things little details that's, that's so smart wow that's so good Jeez. good job good job gordon you did it yeah that's funny um good use of that oh that I scene i didn't that, think about that at all that scene itself uh real spooky where the kids just like mm -hmm. popping their heads out slowly yes yeah uh really really tense and then again like i'm always i always find it funny when a kid gets punched in the face sorry that's just the person i am it's always sunny train me this way uh but you a have, kid is gonna pop like whoa i'm not an alien love it yeah you have the you have the uh first one right which is it's like crouched down and it takes you a moment to see it yeah. before the other one appears oh it's like in the, the darkness yeah 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 and it's yeah. in the dark and so when it stood like i felt forest next to me go <laughs> yeah because yeah. that's when you still that's where if you've watched jordan peele's movies you are you are in that vein where you're like oh boy here we it's go starting and it's total misdirect not with the, what it, the movie's actually doing it's way way bigger literally than what you are visualizing yeah i uh i'm still like the things that i think about most like the since i've seen this movie are are those people just sliding in the digestive track and just, just, just like getting jammed into each other like and just like the screams and it's like when it's raining on them like the people screaming as it rains because like yeah. they're being like processed or whatever just like it might, yeah, that it you, might not be the most hor the hor horror movie centric but it's still got some some spooks in it that you're hearing the sounds of things dying inside of it as it moves around and like at first you know you think like it's its own weird sounds that it's making or or that it's like regenerating what they do yeah. but it's just it's just those things being digested it's like a, it's a giant stomach horrifying just so uh, like them being digested because you see like a, like you see the 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 plastic horse in there like melting uh i'm just like oh man they're all just melting right now that's horrible yeah, yeah. uh oh i like the um the idea of the flags they know the flags will throw it off mm. if anything if the flags are attached it's not gonna like it um they use that really really well i think it's it's uh again like the the cloud not moving thing just having like like the the, the strand just like yeah, on? that was really good. That was a good visual. That's something you're man. Yeah. Um, 
yeah just a lot of good good moments um yeah I, I i like the use of uh when they do the nope or just like nope is implied by the actions of the character just there's <laughs> like when he looks out the window of the car and looks straight i'll tell you what there were nope. there were i expected a nope there are more nopes in this movie than i expected and that's not a bad thing we got a yeah. we get an immediate nope in gordy we get a couple nopes from daniel we get a nope from from kiki palmer i'm like yeah, all right your nope quote is pretty high okay yeah uh and an interesting uh title for this film but it it, it worked it worked really well um yeah. every time now and now that i saw it every time that someone says um the title of don't look up i think of this movie oh yeah which i which is really funny to me because like i immediately go to the, to the what this poster is doing to the concept of it um nope uh but i think nope is just a good <laughs> good title for this one um, yeah i like i like i hope jordan peele continues his minimal minimal titled <laughs> movies next yeah. one's just like uh-uh <laughs> uh-uh <laughs> no way i'm Jose. good <laughs> um yeah, I uh, I think back to like the the second trailer, and I know like for me what the, the shot that made me nervous. Like, oh, I feel like there's still more, but like the the shot that made me nervous, maybe we saw too much, was the shot where the ship, not the ship, is coming down behind him. Uh, Absolutely, while he's on the horse. Same. Um, yeah. But you know, when we saw that, we all had no idea what was really going on in that scene. Um, and I and I really am just thrilled that 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 was not revealed in the marketing. Is is just wonderful. Yeah, I'm um, always, it would have been I'm, really lame to put in a line of like, "What if it's not a ship?" Uh, if that had just been in the trailer, that would have sucked. Oh, that would have that would have ruined it because I immediately go, "Okay, well then it's probably not a ship." Yeah, uh, uh, it's good. Yeah, good, good marketing where it gives you just enough to be interested, but it doesn't actually reveal anything. Again, like so many red herrings, where I remember us speculating, like, "What does this mean? Who is like the aliens are there?" And blah blah blah, and like the the the, the ghost looking lady who's just a chimp, a chimp eating lady. Um, yeah, just really, really, really good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know that I really have much more I would expand on right no, now. No, I'm going to be honest. Like, I looked at the clock. I'm like, we've been doing this for 40 minutes. That's a solid, that's a solid review. It's a solid review special. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I thoroughly, like, if if you didn't see it, you should. Um, I don't know why you listened to all this. I'm unfortunately, I think we took away from the experience if you did. Um, but it's it's well worth the viewing. Absolutely. Uh, I I really am pleased with just Jordan Peele's got another knockout as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, in the in the bowling world, if you get three strikes in a row, that's called a turkey. And I yeah. do believe Jordan Peele has rolled a turkey here. Has rolled a turkey. Yeah, I would agree. Um, a lot. I a lot of people like, especially with this coming out, were I saw like a lot of the the us haters uh, came back up. Um, us us did not land the same way that that Get Out did with everyone. Um, that's true. Yeah. Uh, us definitely has its people who who are detractors. I even know those who would say that us is the weakest of the three. Um, Here's the I'm thing, not... though. That the weakest of of his three movies is still like like a good movie. <laughs> so like right. and like I I, I yeah. Uh, but I mean, like just flat out not enjoying us or not, yeah, yeah. Not agreeing with like what it was going for by the end. Of I the will film say that is like. Of history movies, like I definitely could see why people don't like the direction that movie takes. I just, yeah. I just think it's a cool direction. Like, but I, I get it. I get for sure. that one specifically. I, yeah, for sure. Um, but I think this is a. I'm just, I'm just so pleased that um. I didn't think that Jordan Peele was going to go this way, but I'm, I, it's, it's so easy when directors are starting out in their careers and they have such a major success to kind of like, capture that same lightning in a bottle again and again, keep going for that. Um, yep. so they stick to what they're already doing and kind of like not necessarily repeating the same film but re definitely repeating like the same broad strokes of what was working and this just is I, I would i wouldn't sit this next to get out in terms of what the movies are doing um you know they have their jordan peele flavor but they are very different films um and and honestly in my opinion like get out is truly in the horror genre this is much further away this definitely is more like more like close encounters of the third kind yeah because that movie does have like it's scary elements with the aliens and then like the third act it's like even though it's an antagonistic uh, monster even though like i wouldn't even call it the villain of a movie it's just an animal right yeah it's, but like the aliens uh you don't know their you don't know their their thought process until the end where it's like no we're actually cool yeah um, it's a it's, it's full-blown creature feature yeah yeah um i'm looking at jordan peele's next 
if he's announced he's directing anything next in it. Right now, it says he doesn't have anything planned. Uh, but that's also like maybe just unannounced stuff. But I'm just like, I he's again three for three. He, he has a movie like every couple years. Uh, maybe I'm maybe so after... excited for for whatever his next because he pre- produces a lot of stuff too. But like yes. I'm, I'm excited like can for... Nia DaCosta's Candyman. He helped produce um, absolutely that movie. Also, uh, rules. yeah, yeah, incredible film. Um, which is great. Like Jordan Peele has also done a great job of using his success to elevate other fantastic artists. Twilight, like oh, Nia DaCosta, Twilight Zone, yeah, yeah, and did the hosting on Twilight Zone. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I really hope that, like, down the road, one of the projects we finally get, like, with his continued success is that damn Disney Gargoyles film that he wants to make. That's, God, that's a dream. I see, sitting, I still... He's sitting right there, like, I want to make it. Yeah, uh, man. <laughs> and Disney still hasn't, like, officially said no. They've just tried to offer him different things because they don't, they don't want to turn him down, but they also want him to do something else. I'm so, I'm so curious like what he'll do next like i'm i'm curious like after three even though this isn't a full horror movie like he's made three movies that have like that are horror that are horror identified so i'm really curious if he's going to try to do something else if he's going to try to take more like the you know uh, almost like action adventure route that this movie took in the third act um i'd be really curious if like again like not not every small director needs to go to the big projects but i'm curious where he will eventually land in the in the marvel dc big big making movies even if it's something like a dune like a big uh, uh a property thing i'm i'm curious well he'll land with his sensibilities because he's it's, super choosy uh which is why he hasn't done anything any of those things yet i have a hard time he could do whatever he wanted i have a yeah. hard time imagining that like there's big tentpole ip that speaks to him besides gargoyles um, yeah you, but like that's not, arguably that's not even big tentpole that's like that's ip but is it big temple that's the whole thing is disney has no faith that it would be yeah. um but that's a, uh, you can't make that for cheap though that's gonna be an expensive movie. no absolutely i'm not i'm not trying to say that it isn't but yeah. like i don't think he's appealed to the things that are already huge yeah um or or have expectations attached them of what they're going to be like like we just talked about you know how how much he excels with small casts like i don't ever expect to see him make an avengers film oh yeah um, yeah, yeah. Way, i don't way, want to. way too many people in it yeah, yeah. he could make something like he could make something on the level of like ant-man that that's could happen I, that's i just i just don't know yeah. if uh i it feels like something like even then we don't because even then we don't really know what that gargoyles movie would be like he's he's obviously adapting it off of his his enjoyment of the cartoon but he is adapting it like it would be his own take on it um it's hard for me to see anything where he would ever let let himself be out of his own voice being prominent yeah. in the project um i just look at like denny Villeneuve and he does something like dune and i'm just like i again not every big not every filmmaker needs to go big but i'm just like I know what he I know what Jordan Peele is capable of and I want to see I want to see the biggest version of that whatever it means um cuz I know he's got it and like that's just I just want to I just like big movies not that yeah. small movies are bad you know what I mean um the other thing and like it's it's no knock is that like it has to be a project where he's allowed to cast non-white leads um because he has no interest in having white leads absolutely uh, in his movies which is a okay um yeah. someone someone has to take that stance uh I'm totally happy if it's jordan peele um so yeah it'll be interesting to see where his career goes from here but i think the most encouraging thing is that this film has overall been received very well uh and it does show that like his his, the diversification of what he can do is very present excuse me yeah um yeah definitely this is not the movie i thought it was going to be in in a very positive way um it's showing that like he's not only becoming more uh like more comfortable as a filmmaker but he's now like branching out from his like his his go-to um which is which is just so fun and like uh while it's still being a small movie like the scale is big with big jellyfish monsters um this is basically like almost like a kaiju movie um and like yeah like i'm i am so excited for the future i think this movie is excellent agreed um what would you rate it i would rate it a nine out of ten I agree with you. I would 100% give this a nine. Um, that's exactly where I live with this. Good, uh, good year for movies. Hot, really, really good. Dog. Yeah, really, really good. Um, <laughs> that top ten just getting tougher and tougher every, every day. like every couple of weeks. Something's like, well, that's a top ten right there. That's a top ten. Like, how big is my top ten? Come on, guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna have to get really choosy. Um, yeah. There's there's just a lot of good content this year. Um, uh, great. Okay. Cool. That was a lot of fun i'm glad we got to do this um, highly highly recommend nope uh if, again if you're here and you 
hadn't seen it, go see it. Um, and if you did see it, thanks for watching. Tell us how yeah. you feel about it. Yeah. Were we wrong about things? Were we right about things? How did you feel about Gordy? Isn't he cute? Um, I do find it so funny, the sitcom filming bit uh, before the Gordy incident occurs, is that you don't see Gordy in camera with any of the stars. And I'm like, he literally could have just not been there that day, guys. Uh, you're not even showing a shot of him. Um, yeah. Which I found just interesting as the the perspective we get on it. Uh, I definitely, um, because of how, uh, uh, like, it seemed trimmed. It seemed cut. Like, I could tell, like, we are going to revisit it sometime later. So I was, like, holding it. Like, I can't, I'm not going to judge it fully because I know we got more shit coming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will admit, like, maybe it was, like, maybe edited a little weirdly. But I think they, they tried to, like, obscure some things because they just, they wanted more of the violence for later. Yes, I agree. Um, cool. All right. Well, we are both members of the Fake Nerd Podcast. You can check that out at fakenerdpodcast.com here on YouTube with uh, any of our stuff. This has been a movie review special. Um, there's plenty of other things here. There's our Fake Nerd Watch, Basement Arcade, Basement Arcade Pause Menu, um, Fake Nerd Book Club, which we haven't done for a bit. Our regular podcast episodes, we just did a discussion of Prey. Uh, spoilers, we really enjoyed it. That is the newest Predator film over on Hulu. Highly encourage you to check it out. Highly um, recommend it. Uh, so go check that out and then check out our discussion on it. We also recently discussed uh, Paper Girls and in the near future, we're discussing Sandman and um, Umbrella, oh Academy. God, uh, Umbrella Academy and Night Shift. Um, all those things are on our horizon. So check all that out. Uh, and you can follow us at any of those places and follow our fellow co-hosts uh, at those locations that are linked through Fickner Podcast and all uh, its affiliated uh, locations. I... I'm Sparks Witty. You can find me uh, trying not to look at the thing directly in the sky at Sparks Witty on Instagram, Twitter, SPRKZ Witty, and Ryan. You can find me always looking for the impossible <clears throat> shot at DJ Tony Snark 616. All right. And so until next time that we get to talk to you, stay fake, nerds. Nope.